You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Rick Fry in Real Time. We are brought to you by the Stream Grace Network and Oneness Ministries. And today, I have my lovely wife with me, Lori. Hi, Lori. Hi, Rick. <laughs> I don't even know what to you say. You got brownie points just for saying my lovely wife. <laughs> Did I? Well, I'm always working yeah. for brownie points. Well, you need more, so. Yep. Okay. Thanks for having me on with you today. Well, it was kind of weird for me just to sit in front of this microphone by myself. And I thought, it would be, ah, it would be sad. It would be sad. <laughs> And we don't want me to be sad, no, do we? No, we don't want sad, Rick. We're doing a little different today. We're not doing the video. This is audio only, so you'll be listening. I don't know how many of you li- watch the videos, but... We have more watched the three than, than you have watched yours. I wouldn't doubt that a bit. No, that's not true. I wouldn't doubt that a bit. So we're going to talk about... Um, I'll just start. How's that? start I don't know how God talks to you now and I'm saying this to the listeners not to (laughs) Lori and I don't know how you hear God but what I do know is that he's always communicating with us would you agree with that I would agree I think that sometimes we don't look for it yeah. Or know what to look for, but yes, I think he's always trying to communicate to so, us. So, so that's the question: mm-hmm. Are you listening? And I think that's a topic for a whole nother podcast because what I want to talk about today is what I've heard from God. Um, I've been listening to God for almost forty-five years now, and it's. It's gone through a lot of changes and transitions, and I've made mistakes. And I think that's just a part of learning to hear Father's voice. So. And every time you say, I heard something from God, what do I say? Oh, geez. (laughs) That's exactly right. (laughs) It's what's he getting now? Yeah, what am I getting now? Mm. I do not nor will I ever say to you or anybody else what God has told me is for you. Because mm. you got to hear God for yourself. And if what I say impacts you, then that's him talking to you and not me. Mm. Mm. Um, once again, you have to learn to hear God's voice for yourself. And the same Holy Spirit that lives in me lives in you. And that's the key to God. hearing God communicate is being in that relationship with Holy Spirit, knowing that he's with us all the time. Not just with us, but in us. In, in, us. in an intimate way. Yes. It's not, it becomes cliche sometimes when you say he's, he's with us. Right. It's like. No, he's in, Malcolm Smith, I think, said he's in every cell of your body experiencing life with you in the moment. I be, that is, yes. I love that. I love that, too. Mm-hmm. And that's John 14. Mm-hmm. I must go away so the helper can come. And 
he will abide in you forever. I did a study on that today. I looked at, because I got to thinking, was Jesus talking to the disciples in those in those verses? Mm-hmm. Or was he talking to us all? Yes. And there's one verse in 17, when Jesus said, John 17, John 17, mm-hmm. Um, I think it's verse 17. I'd have to look it up. But he said, I pray not only for these, but for all who hear their words. At that point, he includes us all. Yeah. That the oneness prayer and all of the stuff he says in 14, 15, 16, and 17 becomes for all of us. You can look it up. Oh, you're turning. No, I'm turning. (laughs) So yes, I was going to look it up. (laughs) Exactly. Did you want me to? No. Okay. (laughs) Um, So imagine one day you wake up and everything's as it should be. (laughs) The sun's shining, the birds are singing, and you're on your way to work. I thought you said everything is as it should be. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Uh, Which part? (laughs) You're on your way to work. Oh. (laughs) Some people would say that is not how I dream it should be. Yeah. Well, that's the way it is. (laughs) We all go to work. Yeah. We love our work. Um, You're so happy, or we are, Mm. that you don't live in the big city because things are absolutely crazy there, Mm. especially driving to work. I don't know how people do it every day. (laughs) But that, but you think, you think in that moment, or I do anyway, that craziness, the craziness of the world, it really has nothing to do with me. I'm, I'm sort of separated from it. And then you hear something, or somebody, and I, I I'm trying to imagine, and I'm, I'm leading up to the story of Noah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks for that information. What is shaking on the table? It's I can hear it. Every time we touch it. Oh, okay. So stop touching it. So this was Noah. <laughs> Noah got up, birds were singing, sun was shining, and mm. he was on his way out the door to go do whatever it was he did. Maybe he was a farmer. Maybe he was a carpenter. We have zero information about who he was, mm. except that God called him righteous. That's pretty good. Yep. Mm. Yep. And God said to Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me. For the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Interesting point. I will destroy them with the earth. Mm. As many times as as I've read that, I never paid attention to that sentence. I don't think I've ever noticed it either. Then he says, make an ark. What? (laughs) And he says, make it out of cypress timbers. Some translations say gopher wood. None of us know what that is. There is no evidence to what he's talking about. And there's lots of examples that maybe it was cedar, maybe... Um, making gopher wood meant the way it was cut, the beams, how the beams were shaped. Mm. Um, There's all kinds of ideas about what that meant. Maybe it was made out of cypress. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's what he said. You shall make 
um, it's making out of cypress timbers. You shall make rooms in the ark, and you shall pitch it inside, and pitch it, and outside with pitch. Those two words. Those caught my attention. The inside and outside. Yeah, the inside mm-hmm. pitch and the outside pitch. Mm-hmm. And so I had to look up what I I wanted to know what that was because it is it the same pitch? Is it the same stuff? The pitch inside, the Hebrew Hebrew word is kafar, K-A-W-F-A-R. The pitch inside, inside's primitive words is to cover, but it means literally to reconcile. Hmm. To reconcile. That's the inside or the outside? Inside. Inside. Hmm. The hmm. outside pitch, the Hebrew word is kofer. K-O-F-E-R. And it also means to cover, but figuratively, it means to, um, it means redemption. Hmm. So the the same word means two different things. They're two different words. Yeah, now yeah. Now they were translated. Yeah, I'm, I, that's what I mean. But the yeah. word, each word means two different things. Yes. Okay. Isn't Gee. that interesting? <laughs> that happens a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So the outside was redemption, and the inside was... Um, sorry. The, the inside was um, reconcile. Reconcile. Redemption. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. That is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And he said, and then we're going to jump to verses 17 and 18. And behold, I, even I, am bringing a flood of waters upon the earth in order to destroy all flesh. He explained what he meant by he was going to use the earth to destroy everything on it. Mm. He's bringing waters up, and he's also causing it to rain. Now, up to that point, it had never rained. All the water they needed came up out of the ground and I, I I struggle with trying to wrap my head around what all of that means but he said I'm going to destroy this earth with with water um, in which he said I will the earth in order to destroy all flesh in flesh in which is the breath of life how do you take what happens to your breath when you're covered with water? It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> there isn't you, any. You breathe water. Mm, yeah. Ugh. And then it says, from under the heavens, everything which is in the earth shall die. And this is so interesting because once again, I've never seen this before. How many times have we read this? But I will establish my covenant with you. And you shall come into the ark, you and your sons and your wife and your son's wives with you. The covenant. He he established the covenant. So I did some research to see what those to see what that meant. What the covenant? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to get to that. I want to get to that in a minute. Okay. But God God just said to this man. I'm going to kill everybody on the earth, but you and your sons and your sons, your you and your wife and your sons and your sons' wives. And I'm going to bring all these animals to you. 
and we have zero uh, information on what Noah's response was. Because I think the first thing he would have said was, um, what's an ark? Mm. Or, well, I need my hammer and saw. Well, if you're going to build something, <laughs> yes, you do. You might. Yes. And exactly what well, he do- might have said, does the wife have to come? <laughs> <laughs> Depending on their relationship. But yeah, there's that. <laughs> and then he said, what exactly are you going to do with all the people? Mm. That's well, a tough one. That is a tough one. Mm. And he said, how in the world will I tell my wife this? <laughs> you want me to build an ark. Mm. I don't know what it is. Mm. And I've got to go tell my wife, God told me mm. that he's going to kill everybody on the earth and we're going to survive, but we're going to be in a boat, uh, an ark, big a boat. big boat. Mm. And he goes, oh, by the way, what are cypress trees? Maybe they there, probably knew what Maybe there were cypress trees there. there. And what is gopher wood? I have an idea he probably knew what these two things were. I imagine. Yeah. yeah. And then he said, well, by the way, what's a flood? Mm. And the last thing, and this is important for us, how can this happen? You're asking me to do the impossible because he gave him the size, the dimensions, yeah. and everything he needed to know about what this thing he was building and how big it was and what it was going to be in it and I just can't well I can't imagine I can't imagine standing there going I, impossible I have no idea mm-hmm. I have no idea how this is going to happen I want you you guys who are listening to think about what if God gave you an impossible task? What would you do with that? What would you do with it, Lori? <laughs> um, probably argue with him. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah. A lot of things he says seem impossible. Yeah. Not physically, sometimes physically, sometimes emotionally or mentally or I don't think he it's impossible because we can't do it ourselves can't that's the key I think he never expected I think he did not expect at all for Noah to know where to go to get the animals to put on there put on that ark well he knew that yeah yes it was go ahead no there's no way that that would happen without God Causing it. Causing them yeah. to, to, to get on the ark. Yeah. I mean, he had to be just, it all, I wonder how he heard him, if, if Noah heard him audibly or if he heard him, you know, like we do. I mean, some people, I guess, hear him audibly. But, I mean, to me, it's it's like if he heard the voice, really heard the voice, it would be a little bit easier to go, oh, okay. He would have. But I, still, I, I, it's still daunting. I don't. Yeah, and yeah. in thinking through this, did they already have a relationship? Did Noah recognize mm. God's voice? Did he has he had he had dialogue with him previous to this? Hmm. I think he had to know him in some respect already. He had to know who he was, sure, because he worshipped him. Mm-hmm. He believed in him. Mm-hmm. So that's 
relationship of some to some extent. Yeah. So here we stand, some 5,000 years later, I guess. I don't know how long ago it was. And by the way, mm. I don't know where these numbers exist, but what I've studied says it took him 120 years to build that ark. I can, yeah. Can you imagine? No. Mm-mm. I want you to do this thing. It's bigger than and more impo- and impossible, and you can't do it, and it's going to take you 120 years. He probably didn't tell him it was going to take you 120 <laughs> well, years. Maybe he didn't. <laughs> It'll just, just, just keep going. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Okay. And he goes in and he tells his <laughs> wife, we're going to build a ship, <laughs> and it has to be seaworthy. And she just looks at him. Mm-hmm. Kind of like I look at you <laughs> when you say, I heard something from God. I can relate to Noah's wife. <laughs> yep. Okay. Now the point of this. Oh, good. <laughs> Finally. There's a point. <laughs> On my iPad, mm-hmm. um, the picture that's the home screen is you and me standing in the Hope Center in Plano, Texas. Mm-hmm. Beautiful structure. Um, 850,000 square feet. And do you want to describe what that is for people who don't know? Uh, the what Hope that Center is? is a, it has a big conference center. Mm-hmm. It also has, I don't remember how many offices. Three stories worth. Yeah, three mm-hmm. stories worth of offices. Um, they make these offices available to um, Christian nonprofits, and it's just a place where you can can rent space if you don't have a building of your own. It just it's very very convenient, mm-hmm. and it's at a reduced price. They also have offices you can rent on a monthly basis, a weekly basis, basis, or even a day. You pay for it by the hour for nonprofits. For nonprofits, mm-hmm. um, they have. Well, they a have, bookstore. They have a bookstore, a huge bookstore. Um, they have a, like a restaurant. They have a mm-hmm. parking garage. Mm-hmm. Beautiful gardens outside. Yes, very well landscaped. Anyway, it's a beautiful place. And that morning, when God woke me up, it was probably about 3 a.m. I hear a lot of crazy things at 3 a.m. in the morning. Sometimes it's the pizza you had the night before. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't have pizza that no night. Pizza. No pizza. No, that's when he likes to talk to you. And God said to me, I want you, I want to use your hands to build a conference center like the Hope Center. That silence. <laughs> <laughs> that was real, huh? That was real. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness I was asleep. Yeah, because I go, what? Mm-hmm. What? What? And he says, I want to use your hands to build a conference center like the one in Plano, Texas. You know how much it costs to build that complex? More than we have? <laughs> Fifty, fifty, five zero mm-hmm. million dollars. Mm. Well, it's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice. It's really nice. Worth every penny. It is. So if you guys are sitting out there and you have $50 million <laughs> laying around. Or even half that. <laughs> even half that. Now, that was quite an interesting word. It was. Mm-hmm. It was. And once again, uh, 
And I, 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 I want to explain to you that the relationship I have with God through the Holy Spirit is has been a work in progress. That obviously I didn't hear him clearly when I first started listening to him 45 years ago. And he has told me things, some of which still haven't happened. Some have completely happened. And I'm amazed. I don't know why I'm always amazed <laughs> when God does what he says he's going to do. Yeah, he some, most of the time he does it in a different way than we think. Sometimes he does, And so yes. sometimes that's not necessarily hearing him wrong. It's just putting our spin on it. Yeah. 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 So uh, the point of that is it's not the first time he's done this to me. Mm. When he said, I want you to do this. I spent... Um, 20 years of my life building an art business. And then one February morning <laughs> in the Wichita Wildlife Refuge, God said, that's over. We're going to something new. And here I sit at Oneness Ministries in front of a microphone, never in my life dreaming that I would be a part of this. Never. Mm -mm. Never did I dream that I would be at this place doing these things. But God told me I would be. And now he's saying, I want you to I want to use your hands to build this conference center. And I've been asked several times, is this a word is this a David? experience mm. or a Solomon experience mm -hmm. because God told David that um, th he was going to, I don't, I don't remember that he I, said, I, I don't think he said David was going to build Cause I think David said he wanted to build him a house yes, yes. and God said there will basically there will be one, but it won't be you that builds it. Right. And it was Solomon and that built the temple. And his son, his Solomon. Yes. Son. And what's interesting is that it was, um, what was David? Bathsheba's, Bathsheba's son. This, yeah. Yeah. The woman he had her husband killed so he could marry her. Mm -hmm. And that son was the next king of Israel. Well, the, the first son, the first child died. Uh -huh. And then Solomon. Right. Yes. Right. 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 Thank you for clearing yes. that up. But still, it's still out of that, that relationship with David and Bathsheba. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is funny. So God uses everything. He does. No matter what we do, he it's, kind of works it out. What this means to me, I'm trying to remember the the context that I heard this in, um, is that, yes, behavior matters, mm -hmm. but it doesn't keep God from doing what he says he's going to do. Mm -hmm. I don't want in in any way to be disobedient to God. I think that's the definition of sin. Sin is disobedience. Unbelief. And unbelief. Right. Well, which causes the disobedience. Right. Yeah. The key word in that is um, unbelief. Yeah. And none of us get up every morning and think, what sins can I commit today? <laughs> none of us do that. No. I do not want to live in unbelief and disobedience. 
So he says to me, I'm going to do this thing. And I go, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't remember what I said. <laughs> it was more like, okay, <laughs> was, <laughs> whatever well, you was, say. The same words, just a different <laughs> attitude behind them. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. But I said, God, mm -hmm. this is impossible. This is impossible. How can you, how can, how, what, what I don't, I got nothing. Mm. I got nothing. Yeah. And he says, I know. Mm -hmm. That's good because then it will be clear that I'm the one that did it. Do mm -hmm. you? Yeah. And then people confirmed. Yes. That was the that was very cool. There were what three other people? Mm, yeah, two or three. Yeah, on staff mm -hmm. who had had similar, not similar visions, but mm -hmm. one one said, "I saw us in classrooms, not in this building." Yeah. Well, they it it was they meshed with the vision. Yeah. It may not have been the same thing, but it fit. Yeah. And then um, staff was all on board, and then the board. We have people on our board that were like, let's do it. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Which to me it was, every time I've told this story, I was scared to death. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, here he goes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Every time I've been scared. I'm scared to do this. Mm -hmm. I was scared to get on here to do it. Mm -hmm. But we have a vision at mm -hmm. oneness. And we have a mission mm -hmm. at oneness. And our mission is to see that everybody, that people come to know that their solutions are in their relationship, in their identity with Christ. We are, in fact, building an ark. I, I did a drawing of it. It's beautiful. Not the ark, the vision. Yeah. Yeah. Well, an interesting part, too, when we talked about peop other people's visions or other people's whatever you want to call it from God, mm -hmm. um, Jeremy Griffin, who's the founder of String Grace Network, the Ark, Noah and the Ark have always been a part of his yes. vision in his life and it, it, because he was very blown away by it as well. So everything seems to be falling into place as much as it can until he says move forward. Yep. We're, we're of one mind. We are. We share this vision. We, we have people who are coming on the board who are excited about what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how. I don't know how it's happening. Mm -mm. It's God. It's, it obviously is God working through us. I just went through all my notes. Oh, no. So now we just got to talk. Well, you just managed to talk just fine without notes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to share this with you guys. I want to share this vision with you guys because, first of all, we're not just up here learning to be entertainers and to to produce podcasts and videos because that's it's a fun thing to do. We're doing this because we feel and believe 
feel, I hate that word, <laughs> that we believe God has called us to this. Mm-hmm. He called us to this two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And when we opened these doors, we kind of had a plan, but we lacked vision. And now it took about a year and a half for us to get the vision. Mm-hmm. And that vision is... It's maturing. It's coming clearer, focusing. Becoming more clear. That's mm-hmm. the that's the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. I'm beginning to get some clarity about it. Mm-hmm. The first thing I under, that I began to understand, and this is just like two weeks ago, is that we have to have a functioning board in order to accomplish this. So I'm developing a training board training program that is killing me. <laughs> yeah, you haven't been a whole lot of fun the last couple <laughs> days, let me just say. Because writing is difficult for me. Yeah. yeah. And research is not my favorite thing. <laughs> so, I, I want you guys to know we're going to be gone for the next couple of weeks. Actually, uh, we're taking a vacation. We're going to take some time off. And so I won't be producing, this will be, this will come out. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. (laughs) It doesn't matter. There's going to be a little bit of a break. Yeah, there's going to be a little bit of a break. There won't be a break with the three because we thought ahead and recorded. Well, I'm transitioning from inside the man box to Rick Fry in real time. Mm. And Rick Fry in real time is designed to be video. Um, And so far we're doing um, documentaries Mm -hmm. about people you should know. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't watched those, you should go back, especially the John Lynch. The John Lynch ones was fantastic. fantastic. You can find all the information on the website, yep. which we're also updating a little bit too. Yep. So we're making changes. Mm-hmm. We're going through growing pains. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of distractions. <laughs> and that's a part of it. It's just a part of it. You know, we're, we we we're not sure how we're going to accomplish different things, but but the focus has always been to, and Rick said it a minute ago about, we talk about identity, who you are and who God is. And it's, um, it's always about sharing what grace means and the finished work and the cross worked and that you are free. And we talk about freeing the saints. That's our hashtag that I use a lot, uh, free the saints. So it's all about realizing what you have and who you really are and to learn what rest is about and to be able to be in a place where you can ask questions and think outside the box and there's not um, conformity. There's just our, what we've, our foundation is Jesus, period. And especially on the three, we talk a lot about The Chosen. And Rick has probably seen every episode of The Chosen at least 25 times. 23. 23 times. <laughs> but what we talk about is that show, if you haven't watched it, you should get the app and watch get it. it. Get it. Um, what they do is they unite on the person of Christ. There are there are people of all denominations and no denominations working on that show. There are people of the, you know from every walk of life that watch it that aren't even believers. But what they do, the common ground is Jesus and who he is, and that's what we want to be as well. 
it is easy to connect with this guy. Mm-hmm. It is easy to connect with Jesus when you see him as a person. Yeah. And that he... A multidimensional person. Really, it's so well done. <laughs> mm-hmm. So well done. He's wearing his... Rick's wearing his chosen... One of his chosen t-shirts I today, do. in fact. We are supporters. Mm-hmm. All of this... St- I want to add to this is that what we're doing here is not church stuff. No. Well, big C church. Big C church stuff. Because we are the church. We are the church. Uh, and I had... I want. I want to share another vision I had. About oh geez, <laughs> about a year and a half ago, in the same setting at three o'clock in the morning, I hear God said, "There's a big wind coming. What are you gonna do?" He said that. He said, "I'm bringing a big wind. What are you gonna do?" And I said, "Well, I, board up the windows and bring in supplies and tie things down tie things down and make sure everything's secure and he said no I want you to put up a sale there's a change coming there's a change the way we do church there's a a change in the way we worship God there's a change in the way that you see yourself and I believe that we get to be in the center of this. Now, there are people all over this country who are getting this vision. Right after I got that one about the big wind, what's the guy in California? Wayne Jacobson. Wayne Jacobson came out with a blog saying the same thing. It was it was amazing. There was yeah. lots of confirmation, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So the wind is bringing change. Wind is Holy Spirit. Put up the sail. Get ready. Is it going to happen tomorrow? I don't know. I don't. I. God never gives me a timetable. Just always says, get ready. And I go, okay, tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. And he says, okay, here's what I want you to do. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he always says. If you don't hear anything else in this podcast... Learn that God is trustworthy. Learn that God is faithful. Learn that God always finishes what he starts. And it's a good work. And we get to be involved in it. I want you guys to be involved in it. I want you to believe that there is something happening in spite of what you see in Washington, (laughs) D.C., in spite of what we hear on the news, God is in charge. God is moving and working and causing growth and getting ready to move his spirit across this land across this world. It's an interesting concept to the world. In John 17, in Jesus' prayer for oneness, he talks about how we are not of the world even as he is not of the world. And the 
word world doesn't mean earth. It means um, I've lost cosmos. The, cosmos. Mm-hmm. It means cosmos. It means everything out. He is everything caught in the this sort of parallelogram we call time and space, which includes all of the universe. That is the cosmos, and God is outside of that. And our home is outside of that. If you are a believer, this is not your home. This is where we exist, inside of this stuff called time. And the world hates us because they don't understand who God is and where God is and what God is doing. And those that don't hate him, those that believe in him, are afraid of what he's doing. We can't approach this thing that God says I'm bringing with fear. He even says be anxious about nothing. So what is coming is coming whether you want it or not, whether you believe it or not, and I want to stand firm with my sail up. Do I always do that? No. I'm as big a coward as the next guy or girl or person. Whatever your preferred person. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go there. I am scared. I don't feel like, and all of you, I'm, I'm going to say all of you suffer with these same doubts. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not strong enough. I, I, I don't know how I'm going to do this. But what I do know is that God's always communicating. And he's always present. And he's always true. And he's always love. That is our identity. Christ plus nothing. Thank you, Andrew Farley. (laughs) Jesus plus nothing. That's our hope. Thank you guys for listening to this. In about two or three weeks, we'll come out with another episode of In Real Time with Rick Fry. Thank you, Lori. Thanks, Rick. (laughs) I didn't bleep you one time. You didn't. Go ahead and bleep me now. Oh, whoops. (laughs) Wrong button. That's my bleep. There we go. There we go. I've been bleeped. (laughs) My bleep button's in the wrong different button. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks for listening.